Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider asks a serious and profound question. Are you limiting God? We're concluding our series on apostolic prayers, and we're going to be looking at the Apostle Paul's prayers from the book of Colossians. Now, Rabbi Schneider is going to be sharing how you can receive all that God has planned for you, which, by the way, is for your ultimate good. So if you'd like to take some notes to follow along, be sure to download Rabbi's study guide for today's message when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now here is Rabbi Schneider. Beloved, I want you to understand me. Paul understood things that most of us don't understand. Paul was walking in a way that he had revelation from above. And the revelation that he had, he's trying to communicate to you and I. But in order to receive the revelation, we've got to stop thinking in the flesh. And we've got to recognize that the Jesus that God wants us to know is so much bigger than the Jesus that we do know. Too many of us have a conception of Yeshua. We have a conception of Christianity that is so so limited, and if we don't let go of where we are to move on to where God wants us to be, we're never gonna enter in to the deep waters. I want you to understand, beloved, we cannot be in the flesh. We have to walk in the spirit. Now, as I say that, I wanna go now and begin once again this review by picking up at the first verse of this prayer, verse number nine. Paul says this. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, the challenge, if you've been with me in the series that I began with in this verse, was simply the challenge to become less selfish and more focused on being a blessing to other people. It struck me when I read this that Paul said here, I'm praying for you, he said. I've not ceased to pray for you. I know that the Holy Spirit challenged me not long ago in terms of how much was I just thinking about doing things for other people. Don't misunderstand, beloved. I care about people. I love people. But the Holy Spirit was calling me up to a new level. And, you know, as a result of that challenge, I began to try to focus more just on blessing people, just on doing things for people, even when they're not asking me to. I want to challenge you right now. If you want to walk in a fuller measure of God's Spirit, you've got to become less self-centered and more of a giver. Paul, you can see his tremendous heart here of giving. He said he had not ceased praying for this church that he was birthing. Let's continue on. Once again, for this reason also, Paul said, since the day we heard of the faith of these saints in Colossus, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And I focused here on these last few words here, a knowledge of his will, having spiritual wisdom and understanding. I focus there, beloved ones, on the crown of the mind. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so he is. So what we need to learn how to do 
is to balance all the impulses, all the spiritual energies, all the tribulations, everything that we go through in life, everything that we feel has to flow through, listen, the mind and the mind has to be girded, number one, with the knowledge of God's will that comes, first of all, through the scriptures, then through the training of the Holy Spirit. And then we need to have spiritual wisdom, which is a supernatural gifting. Listen, wisdom's a gift. Where do you get wisdom? You can't just get wisdom from the natural world. It's a gift of the Spirit that gives us insight, deep insight as to how to walk, how to manage everything, how to apply knowledge. Paul says, I want you to have a knowledge of God's will, spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you'll be able to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. One of the unique features of Judaism that comes out of the Jewish tradition is the concept of the mind, meaning that Jewish people are a people that place a lot of emphasis on regulating their life, not through their impulses, but through their mind, having wisdom, letting the mind be in control, thinking with your mind rather than your impulses, being ruled by your mind rather than your feelings. Now, there's a place for feelings, absolutely. But if our feelings control us, rather than being ruled by a, a knowledge of God's will, wisdom and revelation, features of the mind, if our feelings control us, we're gonna fall on our face. We're gonna get shipwrecked. We're gonna go astray. We're gonna chase after illusions. We're gonna go chasing one feeling, and then we're gonna chase another feeling, then we're gonna chase another feeling, and then we're gonna get to the end of our lives, and we're gonna see behind us a trail of destruction. Feelings are good, but if they're not filtered through the mind that has a knowledge of God's will, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, we are not gonna become spiritually strong and we're not gonna grow in the stature of Messiah Yeshua. So I wanna encourage you, don't be led around by your feelings, but understand that God wants to lead you through the wisdom he gives you in your mind. And in walking according to this wisdom, Paul tells us that we'll be able to walk in a manner, verse number 10, worthy of the Lord. And I think this is critical to just stop for a second here when we ask ourselves, what am I really trying to do with my life? What, what is my goal? When I wake up in the morning and I examine the trajectory of my heart, what is my motive for the day? When I wake up in the morning and I think of what is my ambition for the day? What am I trying to accomplish? What am I thinking about? What's in front of me? What's in the forefront? Are we really saying when we wake up in the morning, Father God, my goal today is to walk in a manner worthy of you, to please you in all respects? Do you see many people that call themselves believers, they wake up in the morning, they believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They believe that Jesus died on the cross for their sins. But when they wake up in the morning, the first thing that many are thinking about, beloved ones, is not how they can walk in a manner worthy of the Lord that day to please him in all respects. They're just thinking about their job. They're thinking about doing this. They're thinking about doing that. They're thinking about their own pleasure sometimes. And God is way in the background. But if you and I are gonna walk truly worthy of our calling, we have to understand that we are born again with the spirit of the living God, 
that we've been purchased by Hashem, which is the Hebrew way to say, bless the name of the Lord. We've been purchased by Father God through His Son to live for Him, to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. So we need to reprogram our minds so that we're not conformed to the old life, to the natural, or to this world. And we need to set our sights on why we're really here. I want to challenge you, beloved ones. Even as Jesus was born to go to the cross and came to that cross and said, not my will, but thy will be done. Every morning, you and I need to be waking up and recognizing we've got a mission to accomplish today. We've got to overcome today. Whatever obstacles we're going to face today, we need to overcome them and walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Every day there's going to be battles, and every day our purpose is to overcome those battles by the Spirit of the Lord and the Word of the Lord with our affection set on Him to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. Jesus said seven times in the book of Revelation, he that overcomes will inherit these things. The more you overcome, the greater is going to be a reward. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Discovering the Jewish Jesus could not accomplish its mission without partners like you. Together, we are preparing men and women for the soon return of Jesus. So please stop by our website to give a one-time donation or to partner with us on a monthly basis. Through your simple act of generosity, you are making an impact. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now with the conclusion of today's message, here is Rabbi Schneider. And so let's continue on. Our purpose is to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to overcome, to please Him in all respects. And then Paul says that we would bear fruit in every good work. And I talked about bearing fruit is not just doing things that can be seen in the natural world. It's not just giving food to poor people. It's not just, you know, holding somebody's hand to cross the street. Of course, you know, these are just ideas that I'm conveying to help you understand that bearing good fruit has to do, first of all, with what are you releasing by your spirit? Because you're, first of all, a spirit man, a spirit woman. You have been born again by the Spirit of God. You are first a spirit. Your body is just the encasement that hosts your spirit right now. You have to understand that you are a supernatural son or daughter of God. And because you have the spirit of God, you have the power to bear fruit in the spirit world. You can release peace by your words. You can release a blessing by your words. When you speak words by the spirit, you can build up. You have power. And God has given us his spirit, listen now, to bear good works. Your presence even carries with it the capacity to produce trust and love and peace and safety and a consciousness of God's presence in other people's lives if you carry yourself in the spirit of God so that wherever you go, you're leaving an imprint in that atmosphere and the people that you have been with are changed for the better 
because you're bearing good fruit by his spirit. Let's think like spirit beings. We're spirit sons of God, spirit daughters of God. Jesus said those that worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let's continue on. He said that you would bear fruit in every good work and you would be increasing, he's saying here, in the knowledge of God. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm not content just to put my tent up in one place and stay there forever. God will give me something and I'll pursue what he's given me. I'll pray about it. I'll study. I'll walk in it. I'll discipline myself to apply it in my life and obey it. But eventually what's going to happen is that revelation that he gave me is going to begin to fade away and I'll need something new. I'll have a divine dissatisfaction. I'll need the next thing. And so Paul prays here that you would be increasing in the knowledge of God. I've got news for you, beloved one. If you're the real deal, you're not gonna content to put your tent up and stay at that same place your whole life. You're gonna know, you're gonna have a heartbeat to know there's something more. There's something beyond where you've been. There's spiritual realities that can take you beyond where you've been. I want you to know God is bigger and greater. He has more abundance for you, but you've gotta be willing to follow the leading of the Holy Holy Spirit in your life to enter into those places. And sometimes it means that God's going to lead you to places that none of your friends have been to before. None of your family's been to before. You're going to begin to think things, do things, say things, because you're moving forward in God and you can't let your culture hold you back or you'll never enter in. If you're at a place and you're saying, well, I can't do that because you're more concerned about being accepted by your friends and family than you are with following God, you'll never enter in. You gotta go where the Holy Spirit leads you. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in your spirit. You gotta begin to go in the spirit where the Holy Spirit's leading, just like Abraham who had to leave his place He had to leave the land he was living in. He had to leave what was comfortable. He had to leave what was secure to follow Hashem, to follow the Lord, bless his name, into the promised land where God was taking him. Jesus said, I have many more things to say to you now, but you cannot bear them. You're not ready for them yet. Don't you want to hear those things that Jesus said to the disciples in the Gospel of John they weren't ready to hear yet? Jesus wants to say something new to you. He wants to say something more to you. He has ever new revelation. But are you willing to put him first and to put yourself in a posture where you say, Lord, I'm willing to go wherever you lead me. And you're willing to go there like Abraham, even alone. Then Paul prays in verse 11, that we'd be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. He's praying here that we'd be strengthened with the supernatural might of God's presence so that we would be grounded. God wants to ground you and me so that we're steadfast, that we walk in peace continuously, that we hold our emotions, that we're steadfast, that we're not this way one day, this way another day, up one day, down the next day, but there's a steadfastness to our life. Yes, feelings come and go. Some days we feel up, some days we feel down, but despite that, there's a steadfastness to the way we walk, and there's a patience in the way we handle life. We've learned how to not panic when things happen. We've learned how to not let go when it feels like we can't hold on. There's a steadfastness and a patience that has made us secure in the Lord. We've been secured 
by the grip of God. Father, I thank you right now for releasing strength into our lives that has produced patience and steadfastness that, Father, even as you have laid a hold of us, we now have laid a hold of you. And Paul says, and this is going to produce in you a joyousness, he says at the end of verse 11, joyously. There's going to be a supernatural knowing that whatever is happening in your life, it's all working for good. And this is going to give you joy. And finally, we conclude today in the 12th verse that the posture of our life, the characteristics going to be that we'll be giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. Let's think about this once again. Final verse here, verse 12, that the result of all that God has done is that we'll be giving thanks to the Father, that we'll walk around thanking the Lord. We say in Hebrew, Baruch Hashem, bless the Lord. Continually from our mouth is gonna flow praise. It's gonna be to the Father who has qualified you and I, beloved, to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. Beloved child of God, you and I have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're on a great adventure. We're on a great journey. There's more and more to be discovered. God has plans for you that are beyond your wildest dreams, but you and I have to put him first day by day and step by step to get there. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. To learn more about this ministry, let me invite you to go to our website and explore, or check us out on YouTube. We have a dedicated channel to helping you take your walk with Jesus deeper. You'll find all the details online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're on our website, be sure to learn how you can support this ministry with your prayers and financial gifts and to share a little bit more about why giving is an important biblical principle that can lead to breakthrough. Let's turn our attention back to Rabbi. In 1 Chronicles and 2 Samuel, David said, the Lord has given me breakthrough like the breakthrough of waters. Breakthrough is a power that goes forth from our life or we see in our circumstances in which we're able to move forward successfully. Breakthrough in the personal realm happens when we experience what I'm calling an expansion of the Spirit. You see, Jesus has purchased peace for us in the Spirit. He said, if the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. But many of us are not living experientially in that freedom. So breakthrough brings us into a greater occupation of our inheritance of freedom. So breakthrough can happen personally in the spirit, in our emotions, in our mind, and it can also happen circumstantially. When the Lord opens a door for us to move forward into a greater place of success or freedom or abundance. There's an anointing on my life and on this ministry for breakthrough. And the Lord gives anointings so that they could be spread and transferable to others. So by being connected to this ministry, you also will experience greater breakthrough in your own life. And so as I reach out to you today, I'm inviting you and asking you to come closer to us and to partner with the Lord by becoming part of the Discovering the Jewish Jesus community. 
When I'm saying partnering with the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus, I'm talking about consistently absorbing the teaching so that you can be blessed by this ministry, that it will extend your a walk with God in the earth and personally. And I'm also talking about honoring the anointing on the ministry by financially partnering with us. See, I believe that the anointing that we honor is the anointing that we receive from. So I wanna thank you in advance for your love and for your support. And now I just wanna pray for you. Father God, for every one of these dear ones that you love so much that's listening right now, that they would come into greater peace and a greater knowledge of you through the Son of God, the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. To give a gift of any amount today, just go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or if you've got your phone handy, call us at 800-777-7835. And as a token of our appreciation for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, and it's available as a digital download. We'll also send you our current monthly newsletter. And you know, friends, if we don't let go of where we are right now, now. We're never going to enter into the deep waters where God is leading us. But taking that first step, it involves prayer and being in communion with God's Spirit daily. So we'd like to challenge you to be intentional in your prayer life every day while learning how to pray with confidence. And to help you in your prayer walk, Rabbi wrote his book, The Key to Answered Prayer. It's also a great resource to accompany this message on apostolic prayers that you heard today. Purchase it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now let's wrap up today's program with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider. What I love about the ironic blessing is that it did not originate with man. The words actually proceeded from the very essence of God himself. The blessing comes from the book of Numbers chapter six. So listen to these words and receive the blessing of the Lord into your life today. Yahweh, 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 the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you, and shalom. Shalom, I wanna share a testimony at this break that should inspire you, it has inspired me. The testimony said, my 14-year-old was listening very carefully when you were teaching this week. Your voice is well known in this home. A youth revival is needed, she said, and by faith, it's begun here. Claudia from California. I say yes, Lord. I say yes with Claudia. Yes, Lord, we need a youth revival. Oh, Abba, Father, we just call on you 
for a youth revival in this country. And let it begin with Claudia's son and with many other children, with my children, my grandchildren, with your children, with your grandchildren. Lord, we call on your Ruach HaKodesh. We need your fire to burn brightly through the youth. You know, I believe that the Lord could come during the lifetime of my children, my grandchildren. And so it's a good thing to pray for the youth of our country, the youth all around the globe in all the countries around the globe. You know, there's always a remnant. There's always a remnant. And we pray for the remnant in the youth to arise. We pray that they would carry the torch of the Word of God to usher in the return of Yeshua. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider takes us on a journey through the Holy Land. That's coming up Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.